Welcome to the Leadership Roundtable, a podcast with Dr. Conway Edwards, where our goal is to help you increase your leadership capacity. Let's get ready for today's episode. Welcome to the Leadership Roundtable, a podcast with Dr. Conway Edwards, where we get together monthly to talk about how we can expand our leadership capacity. I'm your host today, Matt Anderson, and today I'm thrilled because we have a special guest Special guest in the house. His name is Jeff Reed from the Church Digital. Welcome to the podcast, Jeff. Man, you sent, made me sound a lot cooler yes. than than I actually no, am. You, I appreciate that. Can you can you like travel with me? That would be yes. awesome. I need that intro in my we life. We can get this sound bite. We can send it over to you. That Boom. sounds good. We got. You. No, I don't want a sound bite. I want you like oh. like be my travel buddy we, we, as as we're going around, <laughs> travel buddy. You see, this is we, why I'm not cool. This podcast is way too cool for me, and we just oh, lost no. half the audience right there. No, no, no. We got them. We got them. We got them, Jeff. Now because what we're going to talk about today, I love your podcast the church digital it's so insightful and i just want to give you a shout out and if you haven't listened to it you need to go check out the church digital and um want to talk about one of many of the things you're working through right now you have a new project that just released called sharing jesus online so much of our lives is online right now and I just wanted to see if you could share with everybody what that's all about. Yeah, I love that. We uh, The average American spends 17, po- and 17 hours, 15 minutes a day on social media. Sorry, let me start over. 17 hours, 15 minutes a week on social media. Wow. Like that's that's almost half of a full-time job uh, scrolling, do, doing the wow. scroll. And, um, you know, like what if we just spent a portion? What if we spent one hour a week being missional? With that time, you know, so much when we look at at the the church buildings and, and, and whether people are coming back to the building or not, and, and how evangelism looks in, in uh, post COVID, you know, we really looked at the value of, of the the uh, church attender, the person in the pew, and we we started asking questions about how do we mobilize them, how do we motivate them, how do we equip them with, with the gospel, and what what do we need to get them to build confidence in, into that? And so we were really trying to figure out. What it would take, uh, and and then uh, Dave Ferguson from Exponential and and uh, Leadership Network and New Thing Network, lead pastor Community Christian Church. Uh, I work for Dave. He signs a couple of my paychecks, and it's nice. And Amen. and uh, you know, Dave walks up to me and says, "Hey, Jeff, um, why don't you write a book on this?" And oh, by the way, I've got this framework over here. It's called Bless. We've been doing it for years in physical space. It's awesome. Maybe consider looking at doing that digitally. And uh, well, Dave Ferguson asks you to do something in my world. Yeah. Yes, sir. Let, let me actually dive into that. And it was yeah. a lot of fun. It published just recently. And uh, you can download it. I'm sure we'll get into it, but you can download it for free at sharingjesusonline.com. I love it. Yeah. Sharing Jesus online. Yeah, with Exponential, with Dave Ferguson, just all the heavy hitters. And when they, like you said, man, we're excited about this project. And um, I love what you said. Uh, why don't we just spend an hour being missional? Because a lot of times we think, well, we need to peel back from it, which we do in a lot of ways. <laughs> but how about some of the time we're there, we do it with a purpose and a yeah. mission besides mindless scrolling? Yeah. I mean, if you get into some of the work that we're doing through the church.digital and the podcast there, the church.digital slash podcast, you can find more information there. 
like we really believe in some of this digital community that exists, mm-hmm. like the Facebook groups, the yeah. um, the discords, the Twitch communities, the uh, mighty networks, the virtual realities, you know, some of the, the Altspace VR, well, rest in peace, Altspace, but the others, the rec room, the, the VR chat, we see value in these communities. And for us, it's not... Um, how do we run away from that or exclude ourselves from it? Uh, it's how do we do ministry? How do we be the church in this space? And, and so for even at the, at the beginning level, how do we be missional in Facebook groups? How do we be missional with our Twitter accounts or with uh, some of the stuff that we can do on Twitch? How can we be um, relational? How can we build relationships with these digital tools? Yeah. And through that, get people pointed towards Jesus and, and the kingdom. And so that's a lot of what we cover. And I want to see what are some of the elements of how we do that? How can we practically start to do that if you want to tease a little bit more about oh, totally. this book? Well, you know, Dave uh, has this system, and it's called Bless. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, he just published the book on Bless uh, maybe a couple of years ago. This framework's been around for, for several years, and it's this really simple easy, basic framework that, that you can use to, to share Jesus. And, and it's highly relational, which is awesome in mm-hmm. digital and in virtual reality. Uh, it's, and it's very um, humble in, in the process, Holy Spirit-baked. I love it. And so it's B-L-E-S-S. It's, a, it's an acronym. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, so step one is begin with prayer. Hey, you know what? If I'm really going to want to invest my time in someone, maybe I, I should pray about who that person is. It's a good start. Maybe I should invite the Holy Spirit not to follow after me and clean up my mess, but maybe to lead me and help me in, in how this conversation is, is going. So right right off the bat, I'm being humble in this, guys. I'm, I'm inviting the Holy Spirit to, to lead me in this conversation. And, and secondly, uh, the, the L is listen. Now, if you do anything in digital ministry, you know that it's better to ask questions than, than make statements. It's better to use question marks than, than, than periods or, or exclamation marks. Like, you want to get people talking about themselves. And ultimately, people love talking about themselves. But rather than getting on a platform and telling them the 27 things that are wrong with their life, it's actually listening to them. By listening to them, you're building trust, you're building the relationship, you're giving them recognition that you actually care about them because you're allowing them to speak about who they are and what's important. Once again, this is a place of of humility as we're, we're sharing here. This is not us telling them what they need to believe. Instead, this is us listening to them. Now, what's what's funny is when you do this, two things happen. One, when you listen, you're actually listening to the, the person, and so you're understanding better who they are. Secondly, the Holy Spirit is speaking to you as well, yeah. and the Holy Spirit is giving you information and insight into what's important to maybe further build a relationship on, ask more questions to help get to the core of maybe some of, of what their hang-ups would, would be. And so it's this it's this great opportunity to, to really pause and let someone else breathe into that relationship and allow the Holy Spirit to lead out. Listen. Yeah. Uh, what, what does it look like to listen digitally versus listening in person? Well, you know, I've said the word humble and humility like 15 times already in the <laughs> podcast because that's the posture. And so, you know, when you go on Twitter, it's really hard to be humble sometimes. 
because somebody else is yelling at you and, and it's, it's all funny caps. all caps and and i was i was watching this uh i was watching a reels earlier today and it was these two dogs just going at each other through a through a, a glass door and um one dog stops the dog that's on the outside stops barking the other dog stops barking and the outside dog walks through the glass door that's open to get a drink of water so these two dogs are next to each other they're not barking at all the dog drinks water walks backs outside gets in the face of the other dog and they start going crazy at each other again and, and it's just like you know we're in this world in these in these digital realms and we're programmed we got to fight for what's important for us mm-hmm. and what's interesting when we talk about the b and the l and the humility of what we're even talking about here with bless none of this is about us yeah it's all about listening and praying for guidance on the relationship. You're making it about the other person. Yeah. You're positioning yourself not in strength and authority, but you're positioning yourself instead of um, humility and learning. And, and from that, allowing God not to, not to use you as a hammer to beat it through, which I don't see that really biblical, and I don't see that really even working in 23. But instead, what I see is God utilizing some of this information to continue to build that relationship to, to help you moving yeah. forward. I love it. All right, what's the E and the S and the S? Yeah, so physically, you know, Dave would say the E is eat together. Mm-hmm. Share a meal. Go get coffee together. Okay. And in physical space, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Virtual reality, how do you eat together? Well, you know, I guess you can eat some virtual food or go to a, a bar or something. But how do you eat together in, in, in Facebook? And, and so... Zoom's kind of weird when you see somebody chomping on on cra- cracker or something, or even drinking gets weird. I think, but uh, I mean, I, I do it all the time. Not not alcohol, at least on Zoom. But this, I'm going down a rabbit yeah, right, trail right, here, right. so let me get back. <laughs> so look, what you want to do? We asked. We I, we brought together 15 digital pastors, digital church planners, virtual reality guys. We got them together on on a Zoom call and said, you know, eat together is building relationship. That's what you're doing when you share a meal. You're, you're dialoguing together. You don't have an agenda. You're not trying to push your slide deck with 27 things that are wrong. You're continuing to build that relationship between the, the two of you. You're trying to build that trust. And uh, so I had a guy, uh, his name's Mark, and he's a, he's a pastor of a, of a game that operates in uh, Twitch, you know, reaching like video gamers. And he says, he says, Jeff, well, when I do that in my church, is when I'm, I'm sitting down and playing, like, Call of Duty with um, with some guys from playing video games. And so, you know, get on Discord, talking to them. But that's really when I get to experience and, and build a relationship is when, when I'm, I'm playing video games. And then, and then one of the virtual reality guys is like, well, I do that when we walk around these virtual reality worlds and I'll sit around a campfire and we'll just talk about things. And, and we suddenly started hearing about more of these experiences yeah that you can do digitally and virtually. And even like iPhone games where you're able to connect with people relationally and, and able to talk to them through audio at the same time. And, and it's like all of a sudden it's like, okay, shared experiences, experiences wow. shared, enjoying the, the experience in digital and virtual space and using that to, to strengthen the relationship. And so that's, that's what the E is. And what's interesting is like there's a lot of opportunity to, uh, to collaborate. Uh, to to seek the spirit, to be creative, to do yeah. something like really unique. Um, 
in that space. There's not pressure to, oh my gosh, I've really got to impress this person. But as you're listening to them, like, what are their hobbies? What do they enjoy? Do, are, are there video games that they like? Is there a shared connection? Is there something that, that you can do? Like, we talk about a ton of opportunities in the book, but really it's more about making it personal to the person that you're, you're um, you know, maybe the person that is on your heart to, to build a relationship with to share Christ. That's good. Yeah. We've got two more. We've got an S and an S. Yeah. So the first S is going to be serve. So check it. You've got begin with prayer, humility. You've got listen, humility. You've got an experience. You're sharing an experience yeah. together for the purpose of learning more about them. You still haven't gotten on your soapbox to yell at them. And you get to that first S, which is serve. Where's the soapbox? You know, when you serve in physical space, that's easy. You can, like, bring people food. You can watch the kids. You can, you know, invite them to a movie. Like, you, you can, there's ways to to serve people physical that is very easy. Right. Now, what's interesting, digitally, there are ways as well. We just don't recognize it. Uh, you know, there's Care Portal where you, you can create ways we can get other people to serve in things. Like, I know in my life, I've had people serve me digitally by ordering me food on Uber Eats or, yeah. or you know, getting stuff delivered to my house. You know, when I had COVID, my, a person I've never met ordered me uh, Gatorade in my favorite candy bar in mass. Like, a couple hundred dollars of this just showed up. And, and, and he, he was serving me in that way, at least in ways that he wanted. And so yeah. there's opportunities to use some of these digital tools that are out there to help people in, in physical space. And so once again, it's not, oh my gosh, I've got to build a website or I've got to do something digital. It's there's digital tools that interact in physical space. Even a person that wants to serve someone you met in virtual reality, use that digital tool to, to serve them, them physically. Now, there may be really creative ways that you can serve digitally or in the metaverse, and that's awesome. You can figure it out. But in the end, what you're still doing, even by serving, is you're trying to strengthen a relationship to show that you are invested in this individual in a way that you are willing to do something for them. This is not a casual relationship. This is not something where you don't care about the person beyond just being a, a number or something like that. You are investing in that individual by serving them. Mm -hmm. And then which leads finally, after all of this, to share your Jesus story. Now, the, even the yeah. thing I love about share your Jesus story is we're not giving you permission to break out the soapbox to stand on top of and tell the person 27 things that are wrong with their life and, and how to fix it. Like this is not a, a judgment S where you're able to leverage that. Remember, this is all about being humble in, in these digital and metaverse spaces. And so it comes down to, okay, what has God done in your life personally? Mm -hmm. Where have you seen this? And maybe share with this person what that looks like. And let them draw the conclusions about how that can help them. Have that conversation. Listen to them as well when they're dialoguing through this. Pray that the Holy Spirit continues to move in, in the conversation. But if you tell them what's going on, you risk the judgment. Now, the interesting thing is, like, the judging factor in 2023 yeah. will shut everything down. Why are you judging me? Back off. And, and, and in some level, maybe that is a hard truth that they need to hear and to understand. I personally, I would rather the Holy Spirit lead in those conversations in some of the ways than me. And so I would rather have a conversation about me and, and let that person draw conclusions from that if they see that I care about them. And so it's very important with BLES that, that we're humble in that 
so that when we do have that conversation about Jesus, so we don't have to worry about the judgment factor, yeah. that we can get back to some so that they can, the Holy Spirit has the room to move so that we can, in fact, have that conversation about how Jesus uh, can help them in their lives. That's really good. I mean, I love, here's what I love. It's, you, you've shared something that in the physical world we've been doing. Yeah and just translated it to how we can do this in digital. Yeah. And it's all about humility. Yeah. I love because the first thing I think of when when I hear here sharing Jesus online, the first thing I think of is soapbox. Yeah. Jesus in all caps and I, I share Jesus online. Yeah. <laughs> but you're sharing there's a yeah. little bit more to that. Yeah. And and it's it's interesting and that's we don't win the soapbox battle. No one oh, wins in, in in the soapbox battle. And and that's as we're looking at really doing digital ministry in these spaces, there's a, a paradigm shift that's that's happening, uh, at least to be effective. And it's, you know, people ask me, can, can the Holy Spirit really move in digital space? Yeah. And, and it's funny. I, my answer is, God, I hope so. Like, let, let's just think about this. When Mark Zuckerberg invented the, the, the headset— if we really believe that God cannot move in virtual reality, that the Holy Spirit cannot move in that space, are we in fact saying that Mark Zuckerberg invented the box that God cannot see us in? And if we go all the way back to Genesis, when Adam and Eve hid from God, like, are we really believing that Zuckerberg is that that strong? And the theological quandaries that open up as a result of, finally, there is a box that exists that God cannot see? Like, that, if, if you really are deep into the theology and, and, and this stuff, like, this is a really scary moment for you. But that's not what's we're happening. That's not what we're seeing. We're seeing God move in these spaces. I, I can tell you stories of Satanists and neo-pagans who have found Christ through virtual reality. I can tell you stories of people that haven't sat in a, a building in 10 years, a, a church building in 10 years, who are finding Christ. I can tell you another story uh, through a Facebook group. I can tell you a story of a guy who has said that he has shared Jesus th more in the past three months than in his entire life combined. Wow by doing uh, evangelism and sharing Jesus in digital space. Like, there's some incredible movements of God that, that are happening by those that are, are willing to experiment and to try. That's so good. And there's some people that um, will thrive in that space that might not thrive in yeah. other spaces. And that's we're, we're totally seeing that. As we're looking at some of these churches that are really leaning into digital ministry and getting into these digital communities, it's a different type of leader, yeah. totally and com completely. Um, and, and that's that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's mm -hmm. they're more comfortable in these digital communities, in these digital spaces, and and as a result, they're able to to lead at a higher level because they're more comfortable in those environments. Yeah. You know, and and will they will always be digital? Could they go physical? Will they grow and mature and and, and think who? You know, God will figure that out. We'll figure that out later. Like, that's, that's not the question for today. The question for today, you know, is, is even like Matthew 6, 34, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow, worry about itself. You know, do, do we need these churches to holistically exist digitally, like, forever? Can people eventually go physically? Mm, let's see, you know. Right now, there's an incredible opportunity missionally, and there's an incredible mission field out there that we can engage in. And let's see what God does with that and how we can be obedient in this season. I love it. Now, when we talk about sharing Jesus online, um, the next step to that, and we'll just hit this briefly, because I know you're passionate about this too, is discipleship. And what does it mean to, because so many people got, got their church online and they figured we're online, but um, 
it just became a viewing experience. Yeah. And, or whatever, like, different platforms or different, you know, things can happen there. But what does it look like? What 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 is the realm of possibility for discipleship in the future yeah. church? Yeah, I, I'm actually, it's it's interesting. I'm actually not a fan of, of broadcasting church services online. I, I probably I should apologize saying this no. on somebody else's podcast. But <laughs> but for me, you know, it's, it's I, I was talking to a, a pastor once in, in Miami, and um, he uh, he says, Jeff, I, I want to I broadcast my sermon uh, around the world. I want to see lives changed as a result of my sermon. I want to see a guy, this is so funny, this is an example. I want to see somebody in Ethiopia get baptized because of my message. And uh, I, I looked the pastor in the face, and I said, that's great. What happens to, the, what happens to that guy after he gets baptized? Mm-hmm. Or, I'm sorry, what happens to that guy after he accepts Christ? What's, what's the next step? And uh, he says, I don't know, Jeff, that's not my problem. Oh. And I was like, okay, so let's, let's back up a little bit, because that, that sir, I, respectfully, Pastor, that is your problem. And we were able to talk through it. And, and he now understands, you know, the idea of discipleship. But I, I don't believe in drive-by evangelism. And, and a lot of us, we're trying to get our message out, and, and intentionally or unintentionally, we're, we're putting these on, um, on social media that is reach is incredible. And we're getting our message heard in places that maybe we don't have a reach for in discipleship space, maybe a different city, a different town, different country, different continent, different time zone, different state, like the message is spreading. And what's funny is that's, that's a good thing. Right. But what happens with these people after they, they hear the good news? Like, are we abandoning our responsibility to help them? And, and so I don't, I'm not actually a fan of broadcasting those church services because I don't think we have the, the understanding of what discipleship looks like of, of how do we help them grow in their faith how do we help them maybe even um understand their responsibility to tell others and start to do some of this digital evangelism yeah. stuff that we just started to talk about what does it mean for people to grow deeper in their faith utilizing digital and then how can we help empower them with the understanding of of maybe what god's leading them to do uh, with their life and their ministry. And so this is where we really start to, to scratch the, the itch on digital discipleship, where, okay, what does it look like to create a disciple in digital space? What does it look like to create a disciple that's capable of creating another disciple mm. in, in digital space? It's interesting. Seth, Seth Godin, do you know Seth Godin? Yes. You, you're a smart guy. Yeah. Seth Godin's one of, one of the top marketing guys, uh, thought leaders right now in America. He's written... Dozens of books, um, hugely influential, very short, great read. You can Google them, G-O-D-I-N, to figure it out. Um, not Christian, by the way. I, I think right. I think Jewish, if I, if I were to guess, but don't don't quote me on that. Um, somebody, ironically, a guy in Romania in, in 2000, in 2020, asked Seth Godin, "How do I get my message heard around the world?" And so, what the Romanian guy was asking, ironically, he did get his message heard around the world when he got Seth to play it. But what the Romanian guy was asking is what social media networks are valid globally that he should focus on. And instead, what Seth Godin said is that a billion people don't care about anything you have to say. We all have the power to get our message global in our pockets. Because of that, there's no value in the global message. There's so many people that could, and the mere fact that, you know, nobody's ever going to agree. You're not going to get a billion people to agree. I mean, shoot. The Beatles were big when they were big. Probably the next thing that was that big was U2 uh, for the rock and roll standpoint. But at, at this point, there's 47 different subgenres, according to Google, of rock and roll. 
you've got Screamo, uh, you know, you've got classic. And just to even talk about the differences between those two, Screamo and classic rock. Modern rock somewhere in between. Like there's, we can't even agree on what good rock and roll music is. So how in the world are we going to get a billion people to agree on Christ? So what Seth Godin says is, you don't want to try to get as many people as possible to hear. You want to actually craft your message in a way that the smallest number of people possible can hear. Uh, get them to see it, get them to hear it, get them to understand it, and get them to tell someone else. So the idea is not to broadcast the message for millions. It's to broadcast the message for individuals. It's far more about hyper-focusing digital instead of a broad global focus and targeting individuals, targeting um, a type. Now, I said targeting. That may be a trigger word. Uh, maybe persona uh, is, is what we're looking at. Like, who do we want to reach with this message? And what's interesting, and this is another controversial take, the churches that are, are dealing with personas that are trying to reach a smaller type of audience— they're actually more effective in reaching more people. They're seeing more responses. Let's look at it in another way. The total number of users uh, on Facebook. If we looked at Facebook active users as a nation, it would be the largest nation on the planet. As a matter of fact, if you combined everyone who lived in China and everyone who lived in India, and you made that one nation, Active Facebook users would still be more than all the people who lived in those two, the largest two nations on the planet combined. How in the world are you going to get all those people to agree on anything? Mm-hmm. How are you going to communicate to them to the level that they understand? Like, to try to reach everyone, we're not reaching anybody. But if we can really target discipleship into individuals to the level that individuals understand the responsibility that they have not just to evangelize and to bring people to faith, but then through the priesthood of all believers, I'm responsible for discipling this person to the place that they understand their responsibility. I mean, I'm not talking about a global church. I'm not talking about a million-person church. You know, I'm talking here about 100,000 churches of 10, something light, small, agile, mobile, um, and able to be customized, able to be adapted uh, to to meet the needs of specific people. How I communicate to... uh, African-American in Dallas, Texas, yeah. is going to be different than probably how I communicate to a, 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 a Hispanic, a Mexican here, here in this area. It's going to be different how I communicate to, a, um, you know, somebody, uh, a oil person who lives in the area as well, a, a white, wealthy individual. And, and so the contextualization of, of the message, really that's the opportunities of digital. Yeah. It's not how do I get one person to buy into this Well, it's not how do I get a billion people to buy into it. It's how do I get this up so that one person can understand that and then multiply that idea out. Ironically, what Seth Godin described is how Christ built the church a couple thousand years ago. So the top marketing guy finally figured out that Jesus was right. But that's that's a whole other (laughs) conversation. I love it. I love the focus on discipleship and our personal responsibility. Yeah. And not just pointing to the pastor or someone else or a big cattle call, um, but every single one of us owning and taking the call to to lead others to a passionate walk with Jesus. It's really cool. Thank you, man. Yeah, Thank I love you, Jeff. it. Um, we got to talk about sharing Jesus online, a little bit about discipleship and really the heart, the big picture. 
Jeff, where do we go to learn more about the projects you're working on and to, to check you out? Yeah, I love that. So the book is at sharingjesusonline.com. And so the book is free. The nice people at Exponential paid for it, so you can have it. So you can download the PDF there, and there's links to Amazon, and we're doing an online course as well. And it's a, a great resource for the individuals and as well as the church leaders that maybe want to start to mobilize people in your church to be digital metaverse missionaries and be aggressive for the kingdom. As a general rule, I'm, I'm at thechurch.digital, and so the website is thechurch.digital uh, through the blogs and podcasts and, and uh, developing a team over there uh, where we are, are helping churches like yours go digital as well. And so you can visit that landing page and find some of the specialists that we can connect with at yourchurch.digital. It's interesting. We've got over 50 years combined of digital ministry experience. Wow. Working with, like, it's crazy. Some of these some of these guys that, and gals that we're working with, like, they've been doing it five, 10 plus years, and, and it's just awesome how we can see collectively the passion to help churches understand discipleship for the kingdom. That's amazing. Thank you, Jeff. Now, if you're listening, you need to go online now and check out what he just shared um, because it's just going to be a wealth of resources, and this might be a very new thing for you. This is where you can start to scratch the surface and start learning. We want to thank you for tuning into our podcast today. Go to our webpage. You can download the show notes. We'll have all the resources linked in there. It's visit1cc.com slash leadership roundtable. And if this has been helpful, please leave us a review. Go out there and share this with somebody who's talking about digital, talking about sharing Jesus online. This is for them. We want to thank you again for hopping on with us. Thank you, Jeff Reed, for being here. Of course, glad to. Grateful to have you here. We'll see you again next month. God bless you, everyone. Thank you so much for joining the podcast today. It has been an honor to have you here with us. Now, just want to remind you that all of the resources we talked about today are available online at visit1cc.com slash leadership roundtable. Now, if this has been helpful, leave us a review, go out there and hit subscribe, and more importantly, share this with your team so that everybody can grow. We can't wait to see you next time.